Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. On this episode, we start off by talking about how Monopoly almost ruined Frank's relationship. Almost. So, yeah. We Sorry, Frank and Jen. We but, hung uh, on there. But Monopoly is business. All right? To it's, save my relationship, I scored a 34 on my relationship test out of 36. <laughs> okay. I'm yes, good also on this podcast, Frank and I uh, took this self-scoring emotional intelligent test, and we go through that. And uh, apparently, I'm a follower, guys. I'm Justin's not a leader. A Frank's a leader. I'm a follower. All those followers, but still following more than he's followed. Wow, that hits deep, dude. Well, I bet it does. Wow, okay. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Uh, <laughs> we talk about briefly what we do if we win the lottery. There's a jackpot today for $550 million. That was very brief, though. Uh, in, in health news, I read this article title that said Taco Bell is officially one of the healthiest fast food chains. <laughs> <laughs> So we go through that, what it actually means. Um, it was actually surprising what they're doing, but is, is should the word healthiest be in there? I'm like, ugh. Nah, definitely yeah, not. Okay. But anyways. And are eggs actually bad for you? As in high cholesterol. Tune in. Yes. Uh, we talk about a lot more, but that's all I had in my paper. And then- Well, we, then we talked about- Well, we end. Well, we, we did a lot on the emotional tests. So yeah, it was we, pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, it's really cool to see like the difference between- Justin and I, and also just the difference between the categorizations that are in here for emotional intelligence. It's actually a really cool uh, test to listen to. Um, and then also we talked about unfortunate things that have happened in the world and New Zealand. So we we briefly go over that in the end. So Oh, and then also neurons. We talked about the new uh, Neuralink by, Neuralink. by uh, Elon Musk there in the work. Uh, well, yeah, so soon enough, soon enough your phone is going to be in your brain. Yes. So and we'll not. see who is plugged and who's unplugged for the future. Yeah, there's going to be a split, definitely. But uh, yeah, without further ado, guys, please sit back and enjoy this one. You're going to learn a lot about us and uh, yes, the here voids we that we need to fill. <laughs> Hold All on right, tight. Guys. Hey, Frank, what exactly does it mean to be growth-minded? Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. It's a state of mind where you realize you don't know everything but are open and willing to learn more in order to achieve more. And how does one know where to learn these things? What if it's false information? Well, bud, that's why you listen to the Young Minds podcast, where they tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'm going to go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple, iTunes, and Facebook. <laughs> like, I don't want to shit on it and ruin it. I was like, maybe we could add something at the end. I don't know. You seem to me like you are on so many drugs. Uh, whoa. Why do you assume? Because you were hyped, my dude. Drugs? You were hyped at a... I'm hyped, You yes. were literally jumping off the walls, okay. running to the bathroom, pooping, jumping back. You're everywhere. Yeah, so I'll give you a list of everything that I've taken today. <laughs> um, so I woke up this morning, and I felt really pressured to do meal prep and to do my laundry. Cooking day? Um, yeah, as you can see, my priorities are in order. I woke up this morning... Thinking I get here around ten, that didn't happen. So uh, yeah, no. So I woke up naturally this morning, felt good, and then I drank pre-workout for the first time. But I drank half a scoop or half a half serving, a serving, right? Yeah, one scoop, half a serving, and that I'm looking at it now. It's just like that. That's why I know why. Yeah, you it's think exactly so? why? Yeah, I'm. I feel good. Like post-workout, I'm still like there's some steam to be blown off, but I feel great. So uh, yeah, this is a good start. Good. I mean, you look great, bud. You look Thanks, great. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate it. No, but honestly, I feel a lot lighter. feels good. There's a... You're not 15.3% body fat anymore? Chill, dude. Chill. chill. <laughs> no, I'm way less than that now. 
but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, <clears throat> just got finished with that emotional test, so I can't wait for that later. So we're gonna go over that later. You want to go over that later? Later, not right now. Okay, not yet. Yeah, I went. I went because to for those listening who don't know what it is. I went to. Um, oh man, what's well, the bookstore called? We talked about it in the intro. Did we? Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, ha, hint, hint. It? Yep. Um, I got gotcha. you. Anyway, yeah. So I have. Can I tell you something really interesting? I, I have because sure. I have. Some, I want to start. Cool. I want to just dive in. So, I was surfing the web, Facebook. Actually, not the web. That's is that the web? No, that's who cares. Anarchy. Surfing Facebook, and I see this big title right on an article, and it says, "I quote: Taco Bell is officially one of the healthiest fast fast food chains." Dude, I looked at that title and I was like, "Oh no, what is this gonna say?" That's like, what Facebook is for. The word "healthy" and Taco Bell together in a title. And not against each other, together. So I click it. I'm like, holy shit, here we go. Like, let's see this great article. I was wrong. Taco Bell seems like they're going in the right direction. It's not healthy. By no means is it healthy. Mm-hmm. But they're actually taking a couple steps. And I wrote down uh, what they're doing. So they are reducing sodium across the menu, the entire menu, by 15%. It's already done, and they're trying to get it to 25% less sodium across the entire menu. So it's like, okay, you know, cool. You're a fast food company. You're not going to be healthy. Never will you be healthy, but that's a step, right? I mean, can you agree? Yeah, that's like being it, the fastest swimming paraplegic. Okay, it's a step. The fun fact. It's like if you can do that, if you can lower sodium across your menu, sure, do yeah. it. Cool. Okay. Next, they are... Hey, Caitlin. Hey. Caitlin just walked in. Welcome, you be, Caitlin. You're going to be hanging out doing homework here? Yeah. Okay, cool. No farting because Frank's doing enough of it. I do plenty. Half this room is, meth- is, is uh, <laughs> methane. <laughs> meth and methane. Oh, is it? I guess because of okay. my, my jitters. So anyway, back to this. They, re- they reduced the sodium. They also removed artificial flavors and colors and replaced them with natural alternatives. Now, what? I don't know what that means. That's the thing. What was colored before? The cheese? I guess, I guess the, the cheese, cheese was colored. Artificial flavorings, right? So now it's, it's natural ingredients that flavor it. So I guess mm. natural spices. I didn't look into it because I care less about Taco Bell. Yeah. But that's another step, it's right? Another step we can say right it's direction. something. Yep. Now, this one, I'm just like, eh, what does that mean? They source 100% cage-free eggs for their breakfast menu. That's like that regulation. Is it not like because because this is what I know or think, right? You can market cage free as long as you don't have cages, but they're still in a barn stuffed like packed in there in a box like a barn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're definitely not doing free range eggs. There's no way. No way. No way. But even yo, does free range mean free range? Because I heard a thing where free range in order to say free range on the package that means in 24 hours you have to have at least free range for one hour, one hour. out of the barn mm-hmm. and i heard that they just open the door for an hour and no chickens really go outside and then they just close it and it's like free range is yeah. that true for an like, hour they have access to free range to so the grass to the the whatever the property that they're uh, they're raised on okay. it's really not doesn't mean shit yeah but uh, but is that the best like is that the best pasture way to get ra- I, pasture raised free range it's all kind of the same they play with the words yeah um 
I don't I don't know how much to believe because that's all government issued and then some of them are private. So I can't really trust either one of them. Um, you really just have to kind of cross your fingers and look at the color of the yolk. That's that's how I go about it. Yeah. Um, and the other day you see on my, oh, my Instagram. Shit, yes. So I bought pasture raised. I see, I thought eggs. you were just I thought it was a little bit of red because I've cracked mm. an egg and there was like a red vein. Yeah. You no. that was the like the egg, just imagine if you didn't see it on Instagram it's it's an egg yolk and then the egg white was red like red red red, red like food coloring dye red and I was like okay so what do I do do I just waste seven oh yeah what eggs? did you do it was the last egg so I I put six in and then the last egg I put right in the middle and it's this this uh, glow stick <laughs> in the middle of everything and I go you know what we're just gonna cook it we're gonna cook it and whatever bacteria is in there whatever else living is in there is going to die you're going to find it turned brown it's like it turned like a like dark a, yolk yeah like a look gray the but color was gray. white a white yolk with like a hint of red that no, kind of looked gray kind of looked brown it was gray so it lost all of its its red right and then i cut around did you google the yolk. That? what it could be i googled and they were like it's totally fine it's it's either a it could go from a vein to that like it depends on how much huh. they bled um but it's fine it is what it is i'm a warrior no, so we cut it out. So I cut out all the brown shit, the uh, the gray stuff, and then just pulled the yolk out and then just ate all the other ones. So yeah. That's a gnarly We were good. Oh, it's gross. Um, and then also, their chicken that they serve is raised with no antibiotics. That's what they say. This is Taco Bell. And if you guys still eat Taco Bell, you're not prepping correctly. Of course. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the word healthy and Taco Bell doesn't go together. But yeah. to see them be the only one of the fast food chain to, like, do that and take that small step, even though it's stupid and doesn't mean anything. Yes. Taco Bell is still shit. It's of still course. trash. And speaking of eggs, so recently I heard on the news that people who eat three or more eggs have a higher chance of heart disease. Oh my God. Okay. No way. So you really heard that on the news? Yeah. It was on News oh, 12 too. And I wish, so we had, wish we had our homie here to talk to her and tell her what the hell they're propagating. You know what's upsetting but about that? That people, a lot of people are going to listen. Of course, because oh, we're still a huge amount of people are going to listen to that. We're still carrying the momentum of the egg white revolution, right? So a lot of people who are skeptical about the eggs now hear that, and it's and it's you know it's now over. it's doomsday yeah. for them with eggs. But the study, if you actually unpack it, it was seventeen thousand people were followed. Oh, no, I'm sorry, um, it was seven thousand people were followed for seventeen years of their life. Okay, Jesus, yeah. Now. Think about those numbers. Think about how close you have to focus on these people. You cannot, you cannot pay for that. That would be so expensive. So what do they do? It's just basically this questionnaire on what people were eating. Now, during those years, egg yolks were demonized, right? So if you think about it, you think about the data, how it's, how it's skewed. First off, you don't know what their lifestyle was about. They didn't use include that. So they didn't include physical activity or anything. Now you think about the people who... At the time, which was a couple of years ago, right? So over 17 years. So for the past 17 years, egg whites have been the preferred go-to healthy choice, right? So people who are conscious of being healthy would usually eat egg whites. So people who were usually not conscious of being healthy at that time period when egg yolks were labeled as bad, those people were eating egg yolks because they, in the general population, don't care about their health. So those people, and on top of that, so those people counted for this this increase in heart disease. But guess what the percentage increase in heart disease was, or the chances of heart disease? I got it. Was yes, thank you. Three percent increase. <laughs> Three. And they they put like how do they word 17, it? How do they word it on the news? 
they didn't word it on the news with the percentages. I looked up the, I looked up the results, and it increased by three percent. And for every additional egg, it increased by one percent. Just false. So this is how people play with statistics, insignificant statistics. And if anybody ever took uh, statistics in class, they would know that there's a certain level of confidence, and yes. this confidence is around eighty. It's not even close to ninety-five, which is the normal confidence. So. If you've heard that, know that it is absolute bullshit. But as a way to kind of cover yourself, buy cage-free, free-range eggs and have a little bit more of a – and cook them pretty well. You know, let them run a little bit but don't leave them raw and you're pretty safe. Um, so the cholesterol in there and the choline, those are really healthy, uh, healthy for you and you should not take them out. Don't eat egg So waste. actually the lady who was in here before that I was talking about uh, fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. with, she explained to me that her mom – her mom would tell her she doesn't want to eat eggs because her mom's older, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I would she, guess, right? Yeah. Can't no, be well, a lot older. Okay. I mean, she's like an old lady. Got it. Right? And she was telling her, um, I don't want to eat eggs because I'm going to get high cholesterol. And then she would go and eat a bags of Lay's chips. <laughs> Dude. Oh. Yeah. And because you know why? Because oh, on the front of Lay's, it says no cholesterol. That is what we're dealing with here. Yeah. And even she knew. She was laughing. She's like, I, t- I was like, Mom, that's not how it works. And it's not. Yeah. Cholesterol doesn't come from items with cholesterol. It comes from your body not working and being able to process cholesterol correctly. This so when you eat that bag of Lay's, you are messing your insides up and you're not working properly. Now that you're not working properly, guess what you're going to get? Heart disease and high cholesterol. An egg or a steak that is sourced correctly and properly will not give you anything but yeah. benefits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that goes without saying. I mean, we beat this like a dead horse. And the analogy I know, that we've just, used you before said you popped up on the news right yeah, now. That's not, so, honestly so upsetting. I'm really the, upset about that. The analogy that we used before, so am I. I'm genuinely tri- upset. Triggered. But yes. the analogy I've used before is, you know, when. So we don't demonize ambulances, right? Yeah, you said that. And this it's yesterday. like if a car accident occurs, every time people see a car accident and they see like death and despair, they always see ambulances there. Well, that's something that's going to help. The whole situation, but you have an association. Now, every time I see despair, death, and an accident, I see an ambulance. So ambulances are inherently bad. That's the same logic that's applied to cholesterol. The actual issue itself happened before, and now you see cholesterol at the scene, right? So a, a, a clogged artery is full of cholesterol. The lining of your your veins and your arteries are full of cholesterol deposits. Why? Because your body doesn't know how to utilize cholesterol due to the fact that you've impaired it completely with your bad lifestyle journey so far. So you need to work on your lifestyle and then cholesterol will not be an issue to you. And it doesn't even matter whether you have high cholesterol diet unless you have that predisposition in your genetics and you have to get tested for that. I eat a lot of cholesterol. A lot. I have like a steak every day, whether it be a steak or ground bison. Mm -hmm. And then I have five to seven eggs every day. Same. Yeah. It's, It's just the easiest way to eat healthy and, and it works because we use it, it we move we do stuff. our bodies are constantly under repair and if your cells need cholesterol in order to repair what's the best thing to do provide your body some cholesterol but also give it the entire bundle of healthy minerals and vitamins um, and also fiber to help your gut biome and help everybody work together that's honestly probably one of the most annoying fitness or nutrition myths that yeah, i know by far. every time because you hear it so often and you're like oh man you really like you're this, yeah. you're this old in your mind. Like you don't, yeah, it's just like, it's like the minded. 80s, 90s bodybuilding, you know. But the part that's weird is that without the egg yolk, it's gross. 
Like the egg whites are so plain. It's like eating paper. It's, oh, it's yeah. flavorless. And it's like, oh, well, I, um, I'm just going to eat egg whites. Well, that's the most disgusting meal, the most bland meal you'll ever have. So I, I just don't understand it. But that's up to the people. If you want to deprive yourself and starve yourself, that's fine with me. Not this body. Not here. But, Not um, this body. Anyway, sh- shift gears. Go ahead. So I've been well, – every time I hang out with Jen now, we play Monopoly. Yeah, and then you're up till 3 in the morning, and then you're cranky the next day you come in, then your workout sucks, then you bitch to me. So, yeah, I know about your Monopoly. Mm. Anyway, um, so... (laughs) See? It's affecting this relationship. You hear that, Jen? It's for my relationship, okay? (laughs) So, dude, have you... Have you played Monopoly recently? No. Like with recently. your adult brain? When yes. I was a kid, yeah, I was like... With ah. my adult brain, yes, but not recently. Oh, dude, it is so much better than it ever... It it could destroy relationships completely. You hear that like, all the time. Yeah. It would destroy a, a fragile you relationship. someone's business that yeah, they work so hard for. Jenna's such a kind person, and she's always looking out for me. And I remember she yeah. had me in a <laughs> corner... Yeah, so first game I destroyed her. Second game we got really close because she caught on to what I did, right? And I, I like to buy the medium to high price properties. I don't buy the expensive ones like the boardwalk and the the other one. Um, but I I don't buy like the shitty $90 or $110 ones either, like the red and yellows. Those are shit. Mm-mm-mm. I buy the light Mm-mm. blues and the dark royal blues. I bet you do. Bro. You look like that kind. But when you when you monopolize those properties and they walk past Game three over. spots that cost six hundred bucks a pop, that sucks. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have to play the four of us. We ha- That'd oh be my so god, dude! Fun. It's my new favorite. It's my new favorite. But anyway, so she kept <laughs> buying everything nerd. that I had to every card that I had, every color I had. She would buy that color and say, "No, you're not going to monopolize, right?" So then at some point we both got like broke. Kind of. We just had no cash flow, but we also couldn't monopolize. Now, how long do you play for? This was about two hours, this one, this game. This game got deep. Um, this was the game after I was pissed. No, before I was pissed. Um, so, yeah, whatever. But, so, she buys all my shit, so now we we cannot monopolize a property at all. We both. She has two, and I have one, or she has one, I have two. And we can't do anything about it, so we're kind of just rolling, and then we're losing money here, losing money there, but we're just like... All right, do you want to like start negotiating? So she starts the first negotiation with me. She wants one of my properties. I was like, okay, um, just take – she's like, no, you know what? No, I feel bad. Just give me those two and swap it out for this one, right? So like something of equal value. She kind of lost on the deal but would have the potential to monopolize. But she was going easy on me because she loves me, right, let's say. And so it was my turn and I was like, so she lands on one of my prop, that property that she gave me, by the way, I monopolize that. And I put keys to the city on it. It was like, a, like hotels, go. equivalent to a hotel. So she lands on that shit and it's $1,100 and she was to broke. pay and she was broke. And she's like, shit. All right. Uh, so what properties do you want? I was like, no, I want $1,100 cash. <laughs> like I was so, I was like, you're losing. You're going to lose this game right now. I want equal value. I'm not going to barter with you. I want equal value. And she got so pissed off at me, like genuinely upset. And we were like in a semi fight. And she's like, you're like I, you have no choice. I can't do it. I was like, then you can't. She's like, I haunt. So she finds a way to like get it, get the money to me. She mortgages all of her properties. And then she has like one little property left. So she's still afloat and she has like a hundred bucks left. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. So she lands on another one of my properties the next round for 600 bucks. And she goes, I can't do it. I quit. And I was like, all right. She's like, 
fucking clean this up and like walks no away way. like so oh my pissed God, off Jen, yeah. such a sore loser she, i was like really she's like yeah no fuck you fuck you <laughs> she's like i go nice i'm nice to you and you're just a dick and i was like ah, well that sucks and she, <laughs> so she got so pissed went in my room by the time i get in there she's like sleeping it's like damn dude i like ruined my relationship through monopoly well i mean think of how long you were playing for uh, dude we built emotion we built we played for like two and a yeah. half hours and uh, you just destroyed her in one move, two moves <laughs> but after she was so nice to me she's like all right fine we'll just meet in the middle yeah it's well, that's that's business. Yeah, exactly that's what I business. said. Exactly what I said. I was like, this is business. This isn't a relationship. This is business. <laughs> this is a fucking game. Say no relationship. Bro, this this is, is money. This is the best. That's the so best. funny. You have, to, you have to play. No, we'll play all four of us. But talking about money, uh, there's a lottery today or tomorrow, 550 million. And I was curious. Lottery. Lottery. Yeah. Okay. You didn't that. say that. Yeah, I did. I don't. Dude. Okay. When we're done, we're rewinding. Care. Go. There's a lottery today or tomorrow. 550 million what we would you, what would you do with that what would i do with that money okay so given that we live in new york our income tax will cut that into about 60 percent yeah, we'll get exactly right? so that's 550 60 percent we're looking at like 200 300 thousand three right? something 300 flat right sure that's, but that's incredible money 300 million dollars what i would do is man this is on the spot um, the way that I would distribute the money though, I would definitely for myself, like drop liquid 25 million in a bank account just for myself, just to have a spending, like fuck it, whatever money. And then I would take a hundred million and invest that. Right. So now we're at 125. Let's say I would take 50 million for myself spending cash 100. Let's make flat numbers here. So 150, 150 million is out. And then the other Damn. 150 just million, talking about I would this? Be, that is so much money. I, exactly. I can't believe it's, someone's going to win that. Exactly. And then I would take that 150 oh million and do lots of like cool things for other people all over the world and like be part of that movement. And that's what I would do with my time. Mm-hmm. I would travel the world and give to the people everywhere. And create a community. Create a community and also help here too. Like we need help here as well. But I would try to help issues with money. I would use my money to try to help solve issues that we have today that are. Because you see yourself enjoying that. Yeah, I enjoy resolution of those issues. So I think that that would be my ultimate ethos in my life would be that. So, yeah, that's where I would go. And then that investment of the money would give me more money. So I want it too. I'm not going to lie. I want to drive my, I mean, my 458 Ferrari, 488 now. You want to drive a Tesla. Yep, I'll have a Tesla. I'll have all the Teslas lined up in front of my house. That's I know, but you've, been on, you've so, been on this freak Tesla kick, bro. Really. So every time I walk in here, there's a Tesla video going yeah. up. So I didn't know this, but Tesla is such a cool company that they have a lineup of cars. They have four cars now. The Model S, as in Sam. The Model Three. The only reason why they couldn't get the E was so because Ford, it, was, right? it was, yeah, it was in conflict with Ford. So it's an E, uh, a three. So Model S, Model Three, Model X. Okay, so you see where I'm going here. And the Model Y just came out. It spells out sexy. And they did it on purpose. There's no reason for the Y. There's no reason for the, the Dude, that's, uh, that's what Elon Musk does. Three. I love when he, him. With SpaceX, the first rocket they sent up with the Tesla that was in the car, yeah. they had a dummy in there. And the, the Tesla car was blasting this song. I think some rock and roll song. Mm-hmm. The entire trip up. And it, just for the fuck of it. Just because he's like, huh, that'd be funny if that car was playing music while it was in there. He's just testing boundaries and keeping it extremely, um, mo- not modest, uh, simplistic, lax. like very, rela- like not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What What are we trying to say here? Casual. Well, think casual. of his company's casual. name, Boring Company. 
oh my god, he's bored. Like, but it, it's a pun, which no, is I incredible, know. right? But so the the lane, the what's it called? So in tunnel. L.A., they're trying to do tunnels under. So if you have a Tesla, you could lock onto this cart that drops you under the under the floor. It's basically like a subway system for Teslas, and they shoot you across the city. 130 miles an hour, right? Yeah, 130 miles an hour, and. They, the company that he started to do that is called The Boring Company. Like, as if they're not fun, they're boring. But boring a hole is a, is like drilling a like, hole. So yeah. he's just, he's working out some shit, man, and I love it. And Australia in 2017 was having a power crisis. And he, on Twitter, he goes, I, I don't understand what the issue is. We can solve this, this power issue within 100 days. And then this guy goes, um, so the prime minister goes, or no, some the guy who was in charge of the electric for sure, Australia, sure, sure. right? He goes, uh, we would love to see that happen. There's no way that could happen. And Elon goes, we will make it happen within 100 days. Otherwise, it's free. <laughs> so they go he down knows, there. He knows he's Dude. got – he has the best engineers, the best technicians. Everyone who's best in the world is either with him, with NASA – with Google, with Apple, that's it. There's literally yeah. four companies in the world that they're with. It's unreal. And he goes in there and he he flexes his electric muscles, crushes it, solves their power issue. Now they have these reserve Do you know batteries. how many days? I don't know how many days. Just it's under 100. 100. Yeah. And they reserve the they reserve solar in these batteries. So whenever the the power goes out, any storms or anything that mess with the grid or overconsumption, they go to these reserve batteries and these reserve batteries power the the country and they're powered by solar and they're powered by solar just solar fields and the people have them on their houses they have a solar panel on the roof and it charges a te- uh it's called a, a wall a power wall it's like this box that goes on the wall and charges your hat and just supplies your house with power i mean it's a no-brainer especially if you live in australia like they are the envy of the world for natural renewable resources they have wave energy they are surrounded excuse me by water they're always getting wind because of the water right so wherever there's the waves it's there's the wind and then solar they have a giant surface area in the outback that's uninhabited they're just a coastal country so that whole entire middle of australia is just open for solar panels um, they could power the world they would be the powerhouse of the world and they have lithium so they're making lithium they're creating lithium for lithium ion batteries within the outback because there's so much lithium there's so like in nevada they mine for lithium and they also mine for lithium in the outback so all the deserts so that's how you make lithium-ion batteries is through that process. So the, Australia mining is going to explode. Lithium. That's cool. Yeah, sounds like my RuneScape days. I used to mine for <laughs> <laughs> and smelt it. Yeah, I used to mine, smelt, and create swords and oh, make yeah. armor out of it. No, but, but uh, Tesla, one hell of a Tesla company. is amazing, and I always wanted one. It's funny you bring that up. Yeah, and it's actually ironic because you brought it up to me like two days ago, and that same day I was actually thinking. Okay, I have three more years with my car, and then I should be able to get a Tesla. And then yeah. that day, you came up to me like, dude, I love Tesla. And I was like, oh, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, I drove a Model S. I drove the Model S in the uh, ludicrous uh, mode. Mode, yeah. My friend works at, at Tesla in uh, CarPlay, in uh, what, Manhasset. Manhasset. Yeah, Manhasset. And she took me on a ride, and I went, we went onto the, uh, the 495 and onto the on-ramp, and I went really, really slow. And I didn't get to do the ludicrous mode, like from a dig. The launch. I didn't get to, yeah. But I just punched it. And dude, it's just immediate, immediately. Well, there's no, there's no waiting for the air to no mix lag. with the gas and then Nothing. a spark. You're waiting for the ignition Nothing. and a turn. Like you're not waiting for anything. It's electric and it's like, and you don't you hear touch, it. it goes. <laughs> you it's don't just hear like, it. Doot. 
you don't hear it and your cheeks get sucked to the back of the seat it's that is the future i i am a petrol head i love gasoline engines i love the sound of a nice exhaust i love like a v8 rumble i love a turbocharger the boost swoosh i love all that drive a tesla drive one It'll it's, change it's there's it's an engineering orgasm it's unreal it's for me i don't need the sound anymore what's their cheap one it's the it's a model uh model three it's the small one and it's 30 and grand it's, right it's 30 grand yeah so it's only 30 grand but you get the base one so then you're not getting that really fast pickup but you're I getting know, an but, electric but car it's, it's amazing it's still an amazing car yeah and it's still an amazing piece of technology regardless oh, no, it's, it's unreal i mean if you appreciate that and you want the the ease and every two years you get it maintained right so you don't do any maintenance no matter what the oh, mileage really? is for two years really yeah like not even a tire rotation nothing like that you just for two How? years straight. How do their tires do that? Beats the hell out of me. But the tires have like uh, this this material inside. It's like a run flat. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, for two years, they're able to do it without that's, a service. That's just another check. So then they check. Another, hey. It, it's unreal. It's awesome. I love it. Um, but, uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> it's something that I think is inevitable that we're going to convert to that. Otherwise, the world's going to go to shit uh, if we just keep consuming carbon. And I think people, you know, find, you know, that this is like, oh, you guys are tree huggers. You guys are not even us directly, but anybody who talks about climate change, they get kind of like the the boot in the mouth. And it's absolute bullshit to think that way. It's very short sighted. But climate change or no climate change, why wouldn't you want that other car when it's so much more superior? Well, it's expensive. It's more expensive and kind of inconvenient. Well, not not as the years go on. As the years go on, the years go on, it's going to be it's going to be basic to have that car it will but that's after adoption and then proof of concept right so we need the people to start and then evangelize i think adoption already happened just because of how cool elon musk is making everything i i I hope so he's killing it i hope so but the issue is just converting people who are not interested at all and getting them behind the wheel and being like all right now what like what do you feel now after driving this exactly yeah you know like you, you can't not you can't deny it so it's definitely going to be the way of the future. I'm buying one 100%. I'd love to be part of their team. Like they're an amazing – it's just something I want to see grow and I want that to be like the Like leader. just to be friends with someone over there. Right? At least. Like at do least. something I just want to be them. like, uh, how do I go get in one of those like, you know, uh, product reveals? Like I want to be there, part of that company. It's awesome. Just such a cool – concept they're so forward thinking they're growth minded they're like well, they're young, thinking young minds level. media will reach out we'll see what happens we'll build a rocket ship and be like look we can uh, do it too well we built a rocket ship a couple episodes ago oh we literally did yeah that <laughs> but no, no, that's no. on an instagram post if you did not see that yeah but you have a uh, another article because i want to i'm some dying to see this my emotional intelligence no, oh yeah, yeah let's do it no i don't I have another see article. It so bad so okay. i was at barnes and nobles um well, a couple days ago whatever I was getting some books, but then I saw these packets. It's a little book, and it says self-scoring emotional intelligence tests. Super cheap. It's made by psychologists. Basically, you answer some questions. You have to answer uh, impulsively, as quick as you can, without thinking about why you're thinking that. Just so let me let me read you a question, just to just so you get the point. Uh, Ask anyone. Are you emotionally literate is the title of this section, right? And then it'll say, your child in direct contravention to your orders, so in direct opposition to your orders, 
runs into a busy road. You pull him or her back and then there's the choices. Smack or shake him or her. Master your emotions and explain why this is not a good idea. Master your emotions and resolve upon subsequent punishment. And you have to pick the quickest one right away. No thought about it. Which one seems right. And the way it works is it compiles basically your emotion for each test and then gives you an answer at the end. So I thought it would just be fun if Frank and I did this and then read our things and see how uh, how correct they are or how, how funny they might be. I don't know. And just a, uh, a heads up, I have not read these or done my scores yet. Yeah, and like I, haven't I, told, sc- I haven't told you my scores either okay. or what I got. So four, are you emotionally literate? Which one did you get? I got top, 20, middle, or bottom. I have the middle. I'm a 27. Oh, I got I'm, the bottom. I'm bleeding on so the edge. So we're different. I'm bleeding on the edge here. So you want to so, read yours? So mine being 27 is if you score 20 to 27, your robust attempts to master your emotions are praiseworthy but frequently ill-judged and unsympathetic. You defend yourself from unworthy emotions by uh, simulating appropriate responses, but you tend to give rent-free space in your head to people and things which are better considered understood and co-signed to the emotional data bank for subsequent use try allowing emotions even emotions which seem unworthy like anger fear uh frailty frailty depression etc into harmless contexts such as when listening to music or watching films explore them or acknowledge them they are part of the armory of wisdom that is so funny that they said that yeah because you hate you hate all that shit. I hate like you Christmas won't you won't time. give like, any off. time for any of that. Yeah, and this is saying you need to open up and give time for that because you might think it's stupid, but it's wisdom. Maybe right? Is that kind of what they're saying? They're saying wisdom is part of like trying to understand. I guess understand how each of your actions kind of, uh, you know, manifest do you, do you into new that? things. Do you think it? Yeah, no, definitely. There are a lot of things like, for example, the the Christmas question. It was like Christmas is what, and I was like, eh. Like instead of saying joyful time uh, of the year, uh, it was just like something on hell. What was it, one of the answers? It said hell on earth. Hell and on I earth. was like, Christmas it's not is hell, on, hell earth. on earth. It's not hell on earth, but that was the closest one. <laughs> Such a screw. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. <laughs> but so anyway. for this one, for are you emotionally literate? I got the last one. So you have no problem in accepting and using your emotions when appropriate, while imposing restraint on destructive impulses. You are comfortable with your natural responses where they serve their turn and know how to channel their useful physiological consequences to best effect. That's just like straight praise. So it means like you're awesome. Right? I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. All right, next one. <laughs> Is your self-image positive or negative? What'd you get? I got middle. I got 28. Oh, I'm right so you got on the, the you got the one that's like, oh, you're perfect. What does that mean? All right. So for me, you do not have to assert yourself, which is to say, defend yourself in order to inspire confidence. Your positive self-image founded upon the reality, not a projection, will readily communicate itself to others. You appear to be, quote unquote, happy in your own skin. It is contagious. Hey, I like you're that. happy in your own that's skin. That's positive. Yeah. Oh so God. I'm not that. But he but was the, a bitch. But the, it's a numerical <laughs> scale, and I got twenty-seven. So I'm right. Like mm. if I got one more point, I would have been in there. That was me before. So I'm. What do you mean? Oh, in the last one. Too, yeah, yeah. So I'm twenty-seven on this one. So I'm. I'm right almost into that category, but Let's I'm not. See. Let's see. So here's mine. Whoa, there. You certainly accept <laughs> what you think you are, but 
are you sure that that image tallies with the real you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what does this call me? Fake? Yeah, you fake oh, man. You plastic. Uh, valuable, frail, uncertain. <laughs> it says frail. That's messed up. <laughs> You're frail. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Someone That's had so to say up. it. Valuable, frail, uncertain, mortal man or woman. Your aggression and assertiveness seems to speak rather more of poor self-image and <laughs> confidence yeah. in a projection. I don't think this is not real. This is so real. Are you, you kidding? You know exactly why this is so real. Keep going. Why? Keep reading. I don't know, I'm not going to say it on there. Well, you have to. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where am I? Get your goddamn fucking... Whereas those in categories 12 through 18, that's the one above that, will have the humility to do something about it. However, you may find rather more difficulty in developing an accurate appreciation of yourself. This projection, after all, is popular enough, and you never need to consider all those inconvenient little flaws which make you human. This, in turn, makes you intolerant of the same flaws in others. I could totally see that. I'm not really? just saying that. Yeah. So explain it to me. Substance That's usage. Up. Substance usage. For what, caffeine? advancement in physique. What about low test? It was 390. Uh, it doesn't really necessarily matter because you look good. So like what is the – But it's not about look. What if test? I told you I don't feel good at all? Then you do a good – you do a good service at hiding it. Because honestly – Because then that would be part of this. Honestly, since this is all open now, good. I had a talk with Caitlin the other night and I was explaining to her how I, I do not feel happy. Not happy – no, not happy. Happy is the wrong word. But I feel down. And I don't know if it's because of the low testosterone. I think it's because of vitamin D. I take vitamin D. I take 10,000. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't come in the same way that it should. Of course it doesn't. And I really believe that because in the summer, I'm like very, very open. When I wake up, I'm I'm up. Of it's course. Weird, but listen, different. I have – I have. so the normal range – let's talk about testosterone. The normal range of testosterone is 300 to 1,200. And me being 24 and my lifestyle, I should be sitting around the seven to 800. I, when I tested in October or November 2018, something yeah. around there, I was 390, which is not – I actually talked to a doctor about this. He's like, it's not really that concerning. You are on the low side, but you're not under 300. Under 300 would be like, okay, we need to do something. But I'm 390, dude. And having that guy – what was his name again? Kevin? Yes. Was it yes. Kevin? Yes, yes. Good. When Kevin came in here and he was explaining his testosterone was at 197, which is – that's low. And he didn't know that for years. And low test, I mean, we all know this. It creates uh, depression. Very, very – you're just imbalanced. Low so, self-image ex- and you also exactly. like cry easy. You're very down. Now, I haven't cried, but – because he was at 197, right? I'm at 390. But, dude, I'm – I'm, so, I just feel low sometimes, like very low. And having him say that, I was like, oh, man – Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's the thing. It's possible, but also if you're within range, your body also has a – so if you have free-flowing testosterone throughout your body, it doesn't necessarily mean that since it's high, it's being used, right? It needs to then be used. If you have free testosterone, your free T is what you got tested. Of course. right? So your free testosterone means it's like, oh, it's bouncing around trying to get used. If you have a lot flowing through your blood – That's the number two test though. You test the free test. Yes, but you also test your T3 and your T4, different thyroids. So, anyway, so like what I'm doing have their own is I'm taking another test, balance. right? I'm going to get another test mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see from there. If it's still low, yeah, 100%. I'm going to take TRT, yeah. testosterone replacement well, yeah. therapy. If, the, if it seems medically necessary, then fuck yeah. yeah. But I just, just throwing that out there. 
No, but come on. <laughs> this thing's saying. This uh, thing's freaking saying. The next one. I have poor self-image. Come on. I don't know, man. That's a question you gotta oh, ask your goddamn self. You fucking motherfucker. Um, okay, are you an extrovert or introvert? I already know what I am. Okay, so I scored a twenty on this, Me- and a twenty. I scored a twenty-two. You're a twenty, and we are on the bottom. We're in the of- middle. Of- we're on the bottom. Bottom so, of the so middle. So, like, yeah, we're close to the n- first one, right? So, you're timidly, you're timid. Timidity? <laughs> timidity. Oh my, that your literally timidity. says timidity. Yeah. Your timidity is a handicap. Your mistrust of yourself almost now a conditioned reflex, inhibiting you from emotionally intelligent con- communicative responses. You need to remind yourself that there are many people who could benefit from your good offices. You need to count your doubtness, your doubtless many. You need to count your doubtless many achievements and blessings. You need to look at the many people less fortunate, weaker, stupider, and less attractive than yourself and thus train your own emotional intelligence to lead you to take responsibility and to make a positive contribution to your society, your environment, and your own welfare. If your want of self-worth is a consequence of an unappreciative partner or family, look to the outside world in order to exercise your emotional intelligence. Fuck you. 100%. Literally 100% for both of us. (laughs) Bang, bang. Let's hear what we're close to, though. You seem to have attained a balance between self-love and self-awareness, assurance, and introspection. You are a confident, yet not so overwhelmingly so, as to have banished sensitivity towards others. You are resilient, yet considerate, and well-equipped to survive emotional turmoil because you are in touch with your own inner self. Um, Yeah. Sure. I mean... I'll take it. I mean, unpack, it's accurate, unpack the middle one, though. Like, what is it saying? <clears throat> so your timidity is a handicap. You mistrust yourself, almost now a conditioned reflex, inhibiting you from emotionally intelligent communicative responses. I don't know, man, because I really don't feel that way. You need really? to remind every time yourself you, that every time you many- question everything and have to remind yourself, like, what we're doing. Right? Would that be kind of where it's going? Many people who could benefit from your good offices and you count doubtless. Yes, but I also yeah, I guess that part definitely would have to do with I what feel like you're everyone saying. Everyone questions themselves. I feel like in order to get better, you. Well, have I guess to not. Every, I guess yourself. not everyone. I guess some people don't, and they yeah. just free ball everything. If your want of self worth is a consequence of an unappreciative partner or family, so. Hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely see that. Actually, yeah. reading all of it, I oh. was reading it just to sound clear on the podcast. I wasn't really pulling it in. But now that I read it, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, no, I'm there I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next one. Are you independent? So I got the middle one. I got 27. Yeah, I got, middle. I got 22, though. So I'm on the low okay. end of that. You're on the high end of that. Okay, so we are communicative, gregarious when necessary, yet unafraid of silence and solitude. You would seem to be sufficiently confident at once you as- to assert yourself Without insecure aggression, where suitable, and to be happy in your own skin, even when alone. Fuck yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah, yeah. I love being alone. <laughs> I'm like, right? Am I good? <laughs> Is this a good thing? Does everybody this mean I'm good? Is everybody happy that I'm this way? Yeah, no, I'm 27, so I'm I'm close to the top. So let's see what that 28 would be. Oh, you seem fiercely independent, assertive, <laughs> and constantly <laughs> busy. <laughs> but it would seem that. In your own way, you are as tied up in yourself and dependent upon others' responses to you as favorable or unfavorable as the exter- as the eternal victim. 
it is time to take a holiday from the nonstop assertion of yourself. After all, if you are content with yourself, why does it need asserting? Independence, true independence, may be concerned with others' welfare, but not with others' opinions. Cool. I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. How many more do we have? We have a one, two, three. <clears throat> we got four, four more. Damn. It's a big test. So who's in charge, the child or the adult? I got 25. I have a 24. Oh. Oh, shit. We're the same. Blith? Blythe? Uh, I'd go with Blythe. Whatever. It says confident. (laughs) (laughs) Confident and quite ready to be playful and irresponsible where appropriate. When appropriate, yeah. You would seem to have reconciled the needs of the child to be loved and nurtured with the adult role of lover and nurturer. Crushed it. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) That's who I am. Oh, are you a follower or a leader? All right. So I got 30. I got 26. So we're, so, <laughs> so we're in different categories here. All right. You tell us how you are. Okay. So I am uh, – let me put this paper up so I can speak <laughs> it to the mic. Oh, how busy you must be. How preoccupied. How <laughs> devoted to doing the right thing. The capitalized right thing. Why would they do that? That's weird. <laughs> These are the traits of a dedicated follower. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. Keep there's reading. no way. Keep I reading. The truth test. will prevail. <laughs> Let's go. Leaders do not give a damn about doing the right thing, <laughs> except in so far He's as, so it, excited to read this. as it affects other productive people about them. As a follower, as you are, you will thrive. <laughs> I'm never, never going to hear the end of this. Dude, you're this a follower. So Who's this psychiatrist? And, and a good follower Who is, is anything but a loser. You are you are conscientious and hardworking and take what you do serious. Your ambition is to excel at your job, not to fly too high and melt your wings. It is probably wise for the sake of your health and your associates to ease up a little, to smell the roses and to and, and the farts too, and to consider what your life is for, where you are bound and how you can expand your horizons. Do you need do you need a friend to just <laughs> so I don't even know why I, I never bought this. Gross. I right, wish I never see. bought this thing. Bro, that's not I mean no way uh, am I So, a what is 26? You seem to be leadership material. Continue reading. It's got something in there, bad. You seem to be uh, leadership material, able at once to understand and withstand your subordinates, potential or otherwise, and to delegate work to them. Leadership is at once to do with autonomy, a strong sense of identity and purpose, empathy, and perhaps above all, the ability to manage time. At the same time, natural leaders are not control freaks, interfering with their employees' independence, creativity, or eccentricity, but enable all concern to fulfill their potential while retaining control of the things like family and capital, the actual. They keep the roles written water, consistently changing according to circumstance, not least because it keeps others on their toes. They are uh, ferocious only on behalf of their followers and dependents, not themselves. And because they must have vision, they know the need for silence. An artist can be as sympathetic and impulsive as he will. In her- it hurts no one but himself. A leader must be sympathetic, impulsive, and able to dissociate himself after due consideration from such individuality where necessary. He must speak and hear many voices at once and distinguish between their pleas. I know. <laughs> Let's see what happens here. I'm 28. Oh, God. Let's see. What's You're just the next going to the next one? Yeah. No yeah. one want to talk about it? We're just going to leave it at that? Um, okay. No, yeah, I'm good. no, you seem preoccupied. 
Is, did you want to talk about I'm it? I'm just trying to follow everything I could possibly follow here. <laughs> Someone do something oh. so I can just do it. <laughs> this is going to ruin everything. <laughs> this is like Monopoly. This is it. No one's going to trust anything I say anymore. No, that's it. So He's where the fuck do you hear that? You're where'd just you, copying someone. Where'd you hear that alpha lead or something, oh, bro? Oh, man. Here we go. Here are the shots. Yeah. Let's see how oh, good you lead. man. Let's see. Oh. I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> to lead others. I need a formal way to lead others because I can't lead you. You're trying to follow me. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> if anything, right. it would work better. Probably. Uh, are you making the most of yourself at work? <laughs> okay. I got a 27. I got 28. Oh, we're oh so different. we're different categories. We're just like we're on the side. We're on, You're on one side of the – so you're in the upper percentile of the middle, and I'm on the lower percentile of the bottom. All right. Who wants to go first? <clears throat> I'll go first. Go I'm for almost it. choking on water here, but – 27. Okay. So I got, uh, so the question is, are you making the most of yourself at work? Words like stubborn, officious, and interfering spring to mind. You would seem to be the sort of person who thinks of him or herself as industrious, efficient management caliber, caliber, yeah. but has not yet succeeded in persuading anyone else of your leader, <laughs> anyone else of your leadership qualities. This is a trap into which so many people seem to fall, both industry and in the home. You are not embattled. You have as good as a chance as getting the next man or woman to introduce creative thinking and teamwork into the workplace and to get things done. Remember, it is not the highly qualified, humorless whiz kid who gets the top, but the person who knows how to motivate others and make light of trouble and to emphasize. You cannot begin to do this if you cling to your dignity and your position as if your life depended on it. Ease up a bit. Ask advice. Share your experiences with others. Encourage group decisions. Woo your peers and subordinates rather than your bosses. They're just shitting on me any way they could. Do I have to rethink my whole life? Like, is okay, everything wrong? So I was 28. I don't know what this says. So you, plan you plainly enjoy your work and are ready to consult with others working with you. When once people trust you, they will follow your lead, but they can only trust you if your principles and your position are confidently held. That just sounds like an obvious statement. That was anticlimactic as fuck. I'm sorry, guys, for that one. Okay, last one. <laughs> Let's get over with this bullshit test. Oh, wow. I'm scored high on this one. Is I'm your relationship in danger of flooding? Oh, oh God. Uh oh. Are you listening, Kayla? I read yours already. You read mine already? Did you go this one? What'd you get? Was it good? What'd you get? <laughs> she shrugged her shoulders. Not really. Oh, okay. Here we go. Is your so I got a twenty-seven. What'd you get? A thirty? Oh, I got thirty-four. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what is that? Oh, mean? yours is, dude. Yours is. There's no danger of flooding here. What's up, son? Yo, Damn, Jen. Shout just, out. I guess I'm just a horrible person. What can I say? He's terrible. <laughs> Justin's gonna quit the podcast after <sighs> this, and he's probably gonna go run in the woods. I just have to get a job and be a follower. Yeah. Oh. Not have a, not have relationship anymore. Quit my job and be a follower. Okay. Let's go. Thank you, book. He's going to burn this book. I went to Barnes & Noble to read and be a good guy, and here we are. What are you, 27? 27. All right, so you're the middle. Yeah. The illusions of always and never, detailed above, often result from disappointment at disillusion. Do you even get what that sentence means? Yeah. So the illusion <laughs> – so if you're in – so <laughs> the context of like a relationship would be like always – and never like so i guess if i'm in a relationship i will always or i will never mm. kind of start it's a harsh one uh, one side or the it's other. it's absolute is what yeah. it means 
The notion that your lover is perfect, wonderful, marvelous, and superhuman is natural in the first emotional deluge. Deluge. I don't know. I needed time to read Called that. feeling in love. But it is nevertheless untrue for that, and each subsequent inevitable dislu- disillusion is seen unjustly as a betrayal. Romance is just that, romancing or telling stories, and on its own, a poor basis for a relationship. Love is lovely, make the most of it, but recognize that the more you idealize, idealize, Mm -hmm. the more bitter and cruel will that adaptation, adaptation? Yeah. Will be the adaptation to reality. It is easy to love a fictional character, a lot harder to muddle along with a fellow human. So I'm fantasizing about fictional characters more than Caitlyn. Like the like the arc, like maybe. So yeah. do I think you're too much of the perfect girlfriend? No, no. What it's saying is, or my. I, I think what it's saying here. So I, after what I grabbed about what I grabbed here was like, all right. So if I'm gonna commit to a lover, they should have these qualities, and if they fall short of those, that's where I I get like upset about it. The illusion of oh, yeah, always 100%. and never, right? So it's like, I will never. I don't. I don't even know what you'd never be. Able no, but hundred percent. If you don't, we talked about this last podcast. Yeah. There's certain markers that like I need. Yeah. So. Caitlin's here, by the way. <laughs> As we're talking I'm about this. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you think of the person in a certain way in the beginning, and then that slowly starts to be shattered. So you have to. So, for example, I th- thought you were perfect before, and now it's like Getting you're not anymore. Yeah. Like okay. the reality starts to set in. Well, I, I can tell you that right now. There's nowhere near true. Oh. Like, That's true, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I can tell you right now. We done. Get out of my office. Thank God this book said it for me. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it, took the, <laughs> it took all the labor out for me. Oh, That's man. Good. I love That's you. That's great. You're cute over there. I love it. Keep love studying. It. Work hard. You're killing it. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so I scored a 34 on this. <laughs> <laughs> there is no danger of flooding here, merely perhaps of complacency, but at least you can choose to inject gallantry, comedy, games, and romance into your relationship when you will without feeling that by doing so you are making a concession. Sounds like I'm the perfect okay. boyfriend. Dude, All right, you're cool. just perfect, man. Oh, man, this what is great. This is great. Uh, this was pretty cool. No, it was really cool. But we were on the bleeding edge of like all the cool things a lot of the time. Yeah. So, I don't know if that meant – I mean I guess it, right? It's a scale. Well, this is a score and yeah. each one of the questions kind of like push you in that way. But a lot – so just to give kind of background because I'm not not going to say these are that accurate. Yeah, like, the next the, question I had was like how accurate do you think this thing is? It's not even that it's – Do you think it's just basic que- statements? I wish there was more of like an algorithm to answer like open – questions instead of multiple choice because a lot of the questions were like so for christmas it was like um christmas to you is and it said like hell on earth was the only like like for me if it said useless i would have jumped right on that right mm-hmm. like it's just useless but hell on earth was but that's the closest maybe that's the one. thing though because it wants to see like where your emotion is but like it's nowhere near hell hell but on there was earth another one there was another one that said i'm um, gonna get it because i answered <laughs> this one and it really i was like this is a did you do Hell on it's Earth? It's just a stupid question. Yeah, I bet you did. I did. I did Hell on Earth because I was like, it's the only one that kind of makes sense with what I'm thinking. I think it's a stupid holiday. Um, yeah, for those of you guys who just started listening to us now, <laughs> back in uh, Christmas 2018, Frank on the podcast was shitting on Christmas so hard. I Yeah, it was just, it's a stu- – like, all right, so it's the most wonderful time of the year? False. It's not. Um, <laughs> it's the winter, which sucks 
hella, hella, you know, male genitals, and I'm not really a fan. Um, on top of that, it is filled with just consumer mentality, so people are just buying shit for the sake of buying it when they can't afford it. It's around Black Friday is, which is the shittiest day of the year. Um, people are running over each other and killing each other just to get a fucking TV. Um, so let's see what Christmas is here. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. I, I'm going to get it now because it really Merry bothered Christmas, me. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's, um, it's the first one, bro. First it, one. It is? Yeah, first one. All right. I'll be right there, guys. Just hang out with me. Christmas is hell on earth, a magical time, tough but worth it. Tough but worth it. See, it's no, got like the three emotions. Like but the see, top, it's not worth the it. middle. I don't think it's worth it. I think. Come on. Even for the little family silly. time you get together. Like it's not all about buying gifts. So what did nine do to my score for being an introvert? Let's see. So what did hell on earth do? So nine for are you an introvert or you're an extrovert? Number nine gave me a three. So I would have had a two on that, which it put me on the edge. So I would have then been 19 and you seem to have attained a balance between self-love and self-awareness, assurance and introspection. You are confident yet not so overwhelmingly, whatever. I said hell on earth because I felt it. I wanted to be funny with it. But uh, anyway. That was actually really cool. I want to do more of that because it does make you think about yourself there was on another a literal one. level. There's uh, there's another test. I'll grab it. I would definitely do it. That it's not awesome. emotional intelligence. It was um, artificial intelligence. One was IQ. And I was like, eh, IQ is not that fun. And the other one's... IQ is fun, but only for the sake of saying IQ. Like, to only for the sake of saying I have a high is, IQ. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think they're, they're that No, true. I didn't think it would be fun. There's another emotional one, something. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. Anyway, speaking of AI, you know that uh, – uh, so Elon Musk was thinking about – and I think you heard about this – Neuralink. Neuralink is basically no, I like – I think I heard about it. They're merging man and machine, basically. A chip in the brain oh, to try to – yeah, yeah, Where you – instead of you think something and you go Google it and get the answer, you think something and you the Google answer pops up in your head. Yeah. Right? So, yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Come on. And also but, – but also to – help recruit brain signal to regain motor skills in the motor cortex. So they the a legitimate application just to get it started would be to stimulate parts of the motor cortex for people who are paralyzed to then bypass a certain part of your spinal cord and then ignite the neurons within your spinal cord so to then help people walk again. Here's my take on it. If your brain is not working and you need something, an electronic to bypass it, beautiful. If you're paralyzed and you could start to walk again, right? Or you can't talk and a, a fake, right? Manufacture neurons make you talk again. Perfect. 100%. But now here's the thing. When you use something to supplement what you already have as a human being, we see this over and over again in fitness. What happens to the natural way you do it? So let's take a, a wrist wraps, right? You use a man-made wrist wrap to take place of the muscles in your forearm that you hold something. You're shooting a shot at me right now, bro? You use that over and over again. I know. So listen, you use that over and over again. What happens to the natural human grip? It goes away. Right? You get weaker. Same thing with with a workout belt, right? You use a belt over and over again. Your core gets weaker. So what do you think is going to happen when we use normal people who have, like me and you, right? Our neurons work perfectly. We put electronics in there that that we rely on now to use as neurons what do you think is going to happen to our normal ones they're not going to be used and then i completely i i 90 percent agree with you i 10 percent say that we're already doing that with our phones in our pockets 
oh, to yes. a certain degree. Oh, 100%. So it's like we're on our way. And as Google gets better and the algorithms get better, the answers are going to come up quicker. So like when people and I'm not defending, I think you're 100% right um, with that. Like you what you're 90. saying, but 90 because I have this one caveat, but it's still part of the same thing, right? We're already doing it. So it's not like it's going to happen. It's already happening when it comes to like people not thinking or trying to remember directions. Right? I know, but we that's like saying, OK, you're Google. already sawing your arm off. You only cut the skin. We might as well go all the way down. Well, yeah, exactly. That's no, why. But, that's why I. That's why ninety no, percent agree with you. My ten percent is we're already doing it. So the better, the better that that gets. That's we're cutting closer and closer and closer to the neurons. We're getting closer as the algorithms and everything get better. So like, I remember we were. <laughs> I was sitting in my room, and this is the first time I ever saw this happen. Um, so I'm with Jen. I'm throwing her under the bus. She. We had a question that arose in our conversation. Just came out of nowhere, and we were like. I wonder what the answer is. I forgot what the question was, but she asked the question into Google. Like, hey, like Siri? what is, no, like she wrote, typed out like, what is the oh. blank for this blank? And the way that it was, I was just like, wow, you're not even thinking about how you have to search for it. It's just like, I have a question. Give me the answer to that extent that it was so like, I don't, I can't even think this out. Like just fucking take it for me. Or you didn't even think about trying to think it out. It's just automatic. Oh, oh Google. No, 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 it wasn't that. No, it was the way that she asked the question into the, to Google. She typed it out and I was like, you know, you could just put keywords and try to like, kinda, oh, you're saying the, even thinking the, about your search, like didn't even think about the search. You could just, just like, put uh, exact what question. Is, exactly. Like, typed it out verbatim how we asked the question i was like wow so we're asking google we're not like um you know digestive issues roasted broccoli like after i ate roasted broccoli i had digestive issues instead of typing that out she like you could write digestive issues broccoli and then try to use your common sense to try to put the things together it was just like try if the and, question like, is here stuff and study if and, this like, question is out. on a forum i got it it's more like you know i was so direct so i'm like wow we're going off the rails here and then also using your phone for maps and shit like 90 percent of the time you may need it but there's a lot of times where you're like hmm let me use the maps app because i really don't remember how to get home you should probably know how to get home oh if you, you've gone most of the time you do but the re- the thing is you just rely on the maps so much relying on technology that you don't use your brain to think of where to go Meanwhile, if you did not have your phone and you had to, you had no choice but yeah. to think of where to go, you'd get there perfectly fine. Exactly. And I did that when I used to work for Northwell when I was driving in like Queens or something. I would just stare down at the phone. I'd be on the Grand Central. The Grand Central turns into the Northern State and I know exactly how to get home. I'm on the Grand Central. I'm like, oh, fuck, come on. I got to get my GPS. And like, how many it times was on. did you look at it? You knew where I you, keep looking you read at where it. you were going to go. You knew it. You're like 4A, 4A, exit 4A. And then you look at it again. You're like, okay, 4A. Yep, exactly. And, and then on top of that, though, the reason why this is so uh, clear in my head is that I missed the exit because I was trying to look for it. It's like, fuck, that was the exit. And I'm like, you know this. You if know If you would have just looked up, yeah. chilled out a little like, bit. I didn't know how to get out of where I was specifically in Flushing to get onto the Grand Central or to 495. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was fine. But like, I got on and I was still looking at my phone just like, all right, so where would I go from here? But I knew exactly where I would go. I've done that so many times. It's so, so sad. It's because we just sad. rely. Like you said, we're already relying on this yeah. to do the work for us. And now what happens when it's in our head? Oh, our our head screwed. is not gonna dude, totally screwed. The one the reason why he was saying that he wanted to do it was so that we don't have clouding of shit information in our heads, right? Or everybody's that equal how opportunity to know so equal opportunity for education is really where he was going with it. But I was like, then who the hell is going to buy it? Only the elite. And then it's just going to help push them further 
down the road anyway. But um, I have faith in him. I don't think he's going to do some bullshit like that. But he's saying Why within the next ten years in your brain though. That's like it depends. That's the movies, man. Go back to the movies of all this like robot takeover. That's a that's one of the things. Yeah, and it was funny because someone was like, "So, are you scared of AI?" He's like, "What? Uh, what if they, we can make robots that could just kill us automatically?" He's like, um, "That could happen right now." He's like, "It's very easy. You know that uh, facial recognition thing in your phone?" He goes, "Yeah, we would take that chip out. We would put a drone. We would put it on a drone, and then from there we would we would program it so that it would seek out that face. It would go around here, and then we would also." Uh, tie a bunch of explosive to it and we would set it off whenever it ma- makes its match and it would run right into that person. We could do that right now. And he said it so precise and so like, yeah, I thought about this. And I'm just like, oh my God, we have this. We have this already. This is real life now. We are dealing with that. So, so now it's only going to get crazier and crazier. It freaks me out, man, because I have no but idea. But also as it gets crazier, the newer generations accept it. So like we are in with generation and times are going to continue. And when those times aren't like they were in the 2000s, right? We are going to be those old people like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. But then the newer generation is like, what, what do you mean? This is just life. Yeah. Like this is what life is. It's it's very, it it I get it now. I get like how people thought back in the day. Because I look at video games now and I'm like, oh my God, it's super well, it's complex. Like, it's like but before I, video I understand games, it's like it. when the TV came out. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, I wasn't around, but I've heard when the TV came out, it was a huge issue. Everyone was like, this, you're just going to stare at a box. It was like the scariest thing. It was the first piece. Of, it was honestly the first piece of technology that was in everyone's house. But it makes sense, though. It, it kind of chips at the same issues that we, we are chipping at right now, except right now we're so close to completely destroying social communication. Right. Because like, it's happening. Yeah. The TV but didn't really TV, do that. It was like, all right, well, when you get home, you're now not talking to your wife as much as you were before you're because you're watching the TV baseball game or you guys whatever. aren't doing anything. You're watching the baseball game or the news, right? But that's fine. But that would only happen when you went home, right? And it's like, oh, kids, they're always on the computer because they're on AIM only when they're home. Now it's everywhere they are, they're always on quote unquote AIM, you know? So now we're just, we're slowly receding the pocket of open-mindedness and interaction into like this. So I just got this picture in my head, right? Right now in this gym, I see some people, there's certain people who are always on their phone. They will be standing in between sets with the typical, everyone knows this, the head down, right? Yeah. You look down, head down, and you don't say anything. So now I'm just getting a picture through my head. What would it look like when you don't have your phone and it's all in your brain? You stand there, (laughs) blank stare, and you're just like, if if you're watching on YouTube, I'm just like staring out into space and... It's like when you're playing and it's Call like, oh, of Duty he's or on something. His, he's on and his neuron phone. It, yeah, right. Like he's Googling some stuff and you're just like. His neuron phone. That's how old you sound. <laughs> his neuron phone. We don't well, need a phone it? for that. Duh. No. Neuron. He's, he's in his own head. I don't know. But well, I'm Googling shit right now. I know. You didn't see me? I just Googled. There you go. <laughs> would you would you ask It for? said I'm actually not a follower. Uh, <laughs> it's still <laughs> eating at him right now. <laughs> Oh man, but it would be like if you're playing Call of Duty and your controller dies and the guy's just standing there in the middle of a fight. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, just Googling something. Oh, hold on, just give him a chance. <laughs> but that's, I mean, if that's what ends up, that's going to be the way. Like, I mean, it's definitely, right? yeah, yeah like, it's going to be really weird. Because then you have to think about it and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, what the hell? Wow. Unless it's so instant. It's probably so immediate. Well, you need internet connection, right? <laughs> so what if you have slow your 7G? Brain, your brain needs internet po- connection. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you have an antenna in your hair? It's so weird, but it's so possible. And everybody has like spiky hair for better reception. Well, then I guess I wouldn't have it. I guess I wouldn't have it at all. You have no bars, bro. 
I'd have like one bar. God damn. No, you just have like a, you'd be like thin. Bender, Bender from Futurama. You just have like this. I don't really know. Radio. I don't oh, really whatever. know Futurama. Everybody who's listening knows. Anyway, but yeah, wow, you are a follower. I didn't know that. That sucks. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to pick up the slack. Go ahead, please lead the lead the conversation. <laughs> no, honestly, I think we need to leave the conversation because it's about an hour and five minutes now. Yeah, we've gone very deep into this conversation. I feel like you're very depressed, and I think you <laughs> oh, need stop. I think you need alone time. You don't want to talk about uh, one more thing? Do you have one more thing? Yeah, New Zealand, bro. Oh, I was trying to avoid that, but okay, Were you really we could talk Come about. On. It. No, but I was like, okay, so we, I want to hear both your. Saw it. Yeah, you showed me. I didn't know it. You shoved it in my face. You're like, you know why? You watch live you know leak? why? I'm like, because yeah, it popped into my head. I guess I have a neuron thing, and it popped. And I was like, oh, I didn't show Frank. Mm, he's so worried about what people think about him. Oh, Justin's the guy who has all the information. Oh my god. No, oh, okay, go. <sighs> poor joke. Poor, poor taste. Go. <laughs> Tell no, us I about mean, everybody in New Zealand. Everybody knows what happened in New Zealand. I, maybe twenty percent just... of the people here don't. So okay. Let's see. So there was a guy who strapped a gopro to his chest like i have and the gopro hero 4 black live streams to facebook without being plugged in and he live streamed uh a shooting where he killed 50 actually i guess one more died in the hospital because it was originally 49 now it's 50 he went into a mosque in new zealand and i know you're upset about that because new zealand's like new zealand even like, i know new zealand's like yeah. the one place in the world where it's just euphoric it's heaven yeah new zealand is heaven everyone's beautiful the life is amazing. The land is beautiful. The it, food is amazing. The location is amazing. The temperature is paradise. amazing. It's there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And then this happens, and it's just like, oh motherfucker. Yeah. But I mean, there's so much propaganda. In well, there's here. so there's much so more much... into it that yeah. we found so out. So basically, all right. So basically, this guy's a white nationalist who is extremely, extremely Catholic, and you see the dichotomy between these two. And we're basically looking at just it's a it's a race. It, we call it race, but it's a prejudice war, right? This guy, who is a white nationalist in a country like New Zealand, which is predominantly white people, is starting to see that there's this influx of Muslims who are, quote unquote, invading his country. And they also are talking about border protection and not allowing illegals inside of their country, which is an island, which is, it seems a little bit easier to vet, but I don't really know much about their politics. Um, but anyway, this guy's upset that they're they're infiltrating his his uh, his world. That's so funny that everyone changing, feels like that because over here the culture. we feel like that with Mexico. They're all coming in and everyone's upset. I don't upset. think we feel like that. I think it's just the people on the border who live no, and no, no, like no. get you affected by crime. You can't deny that a lot of people are like, oh my god, there's Mexicans everywhere. Or of whatever. course. Yeah. And what's funny is that it's not just here. France, they there is a huge Muslim population coming in. And that, everyone who's very French, like who's French, uh, they hate it just like here. And they're just like, oh, my God, they're everywhere. They're taking all the jobs. They say the yeah. same stuff. It's, it's, it's universal. No one likes when someone takes their land. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Well, it's not even that it's they're taking not land. Not taking right? the land, they're, but just coming in and, they're mixing, hey, like I live here now. This it's like mixing place. paint, right? Like you have red paint, right, on your – you have red paint here. Like, and like you cultures. dip in that with a paintbrush you use for fucking orange, you're like, right? Oh, and you're I don't like, want oh, red here. Oh, it's not red anymore. Now it's this different color. Or like, you, you know, you dipped in a little bit of blue. It goes back in and starts turning purple. Yeah. yeah it's like, a funny but I liked red. It's a funny concept that everyone thinks that. But, but it's the way we were. One thing I have to say. it shouldn't be the way we are anymore. One thing I do have to say, so specifically with the, the religions proposed, it's very propagated that they're a violent religion. So a lot of people fear that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have to admit, I'm sorry if you're listening and if you're Muslim, if you go by the book, 
If you go by the book, you have a very violent religion. You do. If you go by the book, go in the Quran and see what they say. They say to light gaze on fire and throw them off of roofs. That is oh, really? not. Yes. Oh, it wow. literally says that. And if you're going to follow a book that says that, then you need to rename your religion because that's associated with that. Right. Like that's that's something that is. You could think of it like that. But it, but it is. But but that's the problem. So now you have people who are literally us uh, who are following the book. Literally, those are called radicals. Right. And you don't know who's radical and who's not. And this is just an innate feeling that people have when they know that there's a, a group of people that could potentially be harmful to them. And they go by the same name and they look roughly the same. And now we have this grouping issue where our minds cannot dictate who's radical and who's not. So they don't know who to trust. I understand that concept. No, I, mean, I, don't I completely understand it. it. For, for example, I mean, have you been in a plane and a guy with a turban sits down next to you? Not next to me, but yeah, I've seen well, it. Yes. I, not next I, to I know me, but saying. I have. I I've saying, been yes. in a plane and a guy with a turban. Now, I know nothing's going to happen. This guy's perfectly fine. Yeah. He's a, but even if he doesn't, he's probably a chill, he's a probably chill citizen. Everything's cool. Yeah. But you just can't help but think about it in the back of your head. Exactly. But it's only because of the time we live in. The time we live in is ISIS. Go back to the Vietnam War. The Asians, or not Asians, but But that would have been the fucking problem right any there. Asian, been that. Any person with slanted eyes you see, you're like, fuck that person. Yeah. It's So it's just time. It's just the... The time we live in now is ISIS. They have turbans. You associate that with terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have turbans though. But regardless. What do you mean? <laughs> no, the ISIS. Muslims, don't they have like a, they have like a, it looks like, it looks like, and I'm not disrespecting it, but I don't know what to call it. And this is my ignorance. Well, listen, I don't know. I don't, I don't. It looks like the thing that you put French fries in at a baseball game, that little red and white checkered flag thing that holds Bro, French fries. That's the Jewish. No, no, no. It's got a box to it. No, that's a yarmulke. Yeah, you know that's a yarmulke. Do you eat out of a... Cl- it's like a... You flip a, a yarmulke around and you can eat french fries out of it. Mm, that's not enough french fries. No, it's not deep enough. <laughs> it's a healthy portion. I don't know, man. Whoever's listening and thinks that we're incredibly ignorant, you're right. I just don't, I don't know. understand. I've yeah. never been taught. But regardless... Ask the me moral, about fitness, I know. Yeah, right? You the know? moral of the story, though, is that we have a very shitty algorithm in our brain that associates what we see with danger. And if we're around a lot of people who propagate the negative of that that uh, algorithm, let's say, let's call them Muslim, we have a very negative bias towards them if you are constantly around it. So now this guy was a white nationalist, so he's around the propagation that this is the propaganda that they are negative. So the way that he views the world is through a scope where if he sees one of them, it's like a red beam and he goes, oh, I got to take him out. That's how he feels. He's not right. Clearly not right. But the, one of the issues is that he praises Trump in his manifesto. He wrote this 74-page paper. 87. I guess it had like pictures and shit on it too. So 80, the PDF is 87, but it's 74 yeah. like written oh, okay. pages. And it has like questions basically. He wrote this whole thing out before he did it. And it's he was praising Trump for like what he stands for. And he's doing it purposely to to shuffle the cards and really stir shit up yeah. because no, now so he actually said in the minute if you read the whole thing this guy explains that the only reason he's doing this is to stir it up and show and make a division between people so he actually like you said talked about how trump is the reason he did it and that he's a white nationalist and then in other parts he was like i'm fascist and was in the other side of the spectrum and what he was hoping and sure enough, it happened was that only some media companies took whatever part matched with them and used it and was like, look, it's because of Trump. And then other media companies on the right side took other things he said. And look, it's because of the left wingers. 
and he purposely did it and fuck people are falling for it bro i googled it and i was looking you know i did a bunch of yeah. research on it and sure enough i found very simply very easily i found this uh art this company this media company and they only took out of 87 pages the white nationalist part and then wrote a whole article about white people mm-hmm. and it's like you're missing the point he played with you you just yeah. got played because you didn't read all pages and exactly. you weren't a real media outlet. and we were and he did it on purpose and one of the things he said he's like how did he word it? He was like, this is the event that had to happen for you to see. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is he right? Like, would He's we have r- would we have listened to him if he didn't do that? He is right in only this, where he knows that it's going to get played with, misconstrued, and used as ammunition, no pun intended, for someone's side. And he's right. It and he's 100% yes. right. Yeah. He is not right, obviously, in his ideals of and the way that not. he views people. Just to get that out there. He's not, but you know, pretty pretty deep but it was shit. Fucking weird because it's it was weird reading his manifesto, and I looked up at you. I'm like, dude, he's he's got something there. Not I get it because never in a million. If fucking you read it, years, put it this way: you? if you, if you hear this right now and you're you're <laughs> boiling and you can't find his manifesto, ask me. I have it. I will send it to you. If you really want clarification, there are things in there that are very much he's, ra- he's so racist. He's extremely it's, racist. Oh he's a piece God. of shit. He it's deserves, the most racist thing I've ever read. In he my deserves life. to get tortured, like all of his fingernails and toenails ripped off independently. Every hair plucked. I wouldn't like, mind that. That'd be pretty cool. Like everything sh- bad should happen to him. Wait, imagine, imagine we didn't release the shooter's name on on uh, the news. We didn't show his face, and then he got tortured. Yeah, that's how it oh, should be dude, done. For no now one on. would do but shootings now his, anymore. Yeah, but see, we're talking about it, and but we don't know. know his, I don't know his name. I know his name. You know his name? I like know I, his name. I know of it, but I'm not gonna say obviously. Yeah. Um, but he's making an impact, and this is the problem. This is the issue: is that people are getting recognition for doing this, and that is what's gonna perpetuate these issues until. I think it would be them. good to talk about what happened and talk about the issue, <clears throat> but his name and face and image and everything should be yeah not said anywhere. It should be yeah. classified information, because 100%. the the uh, the Florida shooting, the kid, he made a video before. I remember he was at the river and he made a video and he filmed himself and he's like, after what I do today everyone's going to know my name. And he like starts laughing. He's like, ah, you'll all know me. Everybody will know me. And that was his motive to kill high school kids so that he would be known. And sure enough, he's all over the news. His name is in history and he's known. And that's it. He got what he wanted. It's so simple. Don't release the names. They won't fucking do it. Yeah. So, I mean, not hundred percent, but definitely it's, I a, it's one of the motives. Sides. I could see Cause listen, both sides. Cause so. here's the thing. You're depressed, super depressed, right? These people all have something wrong with them. You're extremely depressed beyond the point anyone could even imagine. I couldn't imagine shooting 50 people. You obviously have no life, have no future, and have no uh, concern. You have no concern for the future. So why not go down, killing a bunch of people you don't like, and then being glorified, being all over the news? Like, So I could end my life. I won't be depressed. And I don't have to do it by myself in my closet with a rope. I could be all over the news. That sounds great. That's exactly what... It's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's just sad. It's sad. And you know what else? Uh, So like I said in the beginning, he live streamed on the GoPro to Facebook, right? Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, they went on this rampage of like taking it down everywhere before anyone could grab it. Obviously, people- blame them for like being imperfect and not being able to snag it right away. Dude, some people were freaking out at Facebook and like- They're not superheroes, man. You can't tell what it is until it happens. So if he live streamed, you wouldn't know this was a problem until the first revealing of the gun. Even if it takes two minutes 
to get all the videos down. They were dead. You know how many people? No, but you know how many people saw the video already? Exactly. All you got to do is screen record, and that's it. If you're watching, be like, holy shit, what? A screen record, bang. That's it. On. So, anyways, Facebook is being like bathered by some stupid. But they're always gonna get hit. No, of course. But the thing I want to talk about is, uh, I have this video. I know a friend who, like, we have it. It's four minutes long, and it's just. It literally looks like Call of Duty, where it's the POV. Yeah. What does that stand for? First person shooter. First person, point of view. Point of view. Yeah. And uh, it just looks like that, right? And it's it's crazy. It's, it's it looks it's exactly. HD. It's HD like because it's a freaking brand new GoPro. Yeah. And you just see it all. And dude, to tell you the truth, my heart rate spikes a little every time I watch it. I've seen it three times now. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even. Like, I, I'm not as bothered as as I feel I should be. And do you think that's because of... Two things. The media and the games we play yes. and everything growing up that both. I see this video, I'm like... Literally both of those. So the video games... It's the same gun. It's the same gun that you play in Call of Duty. Dude, First off, the that. sound, the, the footage, where the people he held falling. It is exactly. The, everything yeah. is like a video game. And I'm watching this, and obviously there's no immediate threat to me, so I'm yeah. I'm chill. While I'm sitting in my you know chair, chilling out, watching it, and it's just like I felt like I should have been more upset, but I wasn't. My heart rate definitely spiked. I yeah. feel my heart rate beat every time I watch it. Yeah, because you have to. But remind I wasn't yourself, hey, emotionally is- upset. I mean, I just watched. I just watched 50 people get mowed down. One person crawling because he was hit, yeah. and the guy just comes above him and pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And you see it HD, and I'm just like, hmm, that sucks. And that's it. And then I just move on. I feel like I shouldn't, but that's the time we live in. Like, I'm just being brutally honest with you. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't want to. No, but I, it, that sounds bad, but I know exactly what you're saying. And I'll defend it because there is so much culturing with Call of Duty, first off. And I don't think Call of Duty is what causes people to do Of course, I'm not going to It's the physical. Call of Duty. No, but I, I want to clarify for people listening. It's, it's the visual of what Call of Duty is with the graphics and, and everything. Grand it's Theft the Auto. same thing. No, but Call of Duty. Like Grand Theft Auto, I get it. it. Yeah, yeah, but Call of Duty, exactly. And then on top of that, having all of this constantly happening, at least three to four times a year, you're hearing a story about a mass shooting. Well, and it's that, blown up. The story is blown up. No pun intended. Man. Yes. Well, huh. I didn't think of that. Yeah, well, I did. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I think that should be um, a sentiment. That should be our. Uh, we'll end on that. <laughs> you know what's you know known, you know what's known emotional... to help depression? Fitness and health. Oh, my God. Funny enough. Did you know that? Way to spin that one. You guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, honestly, the fitness and health is the least of these people's worries. They needed to grow up in a household where people actually gave a shit about them. And then from there, fitness and health. But uh, a lot of these people just don't get the emotional yeah, of uh, course. connection that they really need. And they become nationalists. And this emotional test would have told us a lot about these fucking idiots. So uh, oh, I wonder, well, this one idiot. They would have circled the, the Christmas is uh, hell on earth. Just yeah, like they would have. But we share one answer and one answer only. Mm, shows a lot. Well, okay. Until next time, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate you. Bye. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs>